Chairman Schatz, Vice Chair Markowski, and members of the committee, thank you for the opportunity to submit testimony on behalf of the Intertribal Agriculture Council as it relates to agriculture priorities in tribal communities in 2023. My name is Abby Fain, and I am here in my capacity as the Director of Policy and Government Relations for the IAC an organization headquartered in Billings, Montana that has worked alongside tribal producers in their agriculture resource development for more than 35 years. I'm a citizen of the Choctaw Nation of Oklahoma and currently reside within the boundaries of the Muscogee Creek Nation Reservation. Prior to joining IAC, I had the opportunity to spend eight years at law firms that represented tribal governments, tribal economic development entities, and tribal individuals. It was during this time that I began to learn more about tribal agriculture through Janie Hip, the Chickasaw founder of the Indigenous Food and Agriculture Initiative, and most recently, General Counsel for the USDA, and the untapped opportunities in tribal agriculture, as well as existing hurdles for both tribes and individual tribal producers in their agriculture endeavors. Today I appear as an extension of my colleagues at IAC who provide direct services to tribes and tribal producers throughout Indian Country to ensure they are equipped with information about available resources at USDA and have access to assistance to navigate these resources. For more than three decades, uh, IAC has come before this committee on several occasions to emphasize the importance of agriculture in tribal communities and the need for laws that support tribes and individual tribal producers in accessing critical programs at USDA and the Department of Interior free of bureaucratic barriers. While great strides have been made in the last 35 years, much remains to be done. The upcoming Farm Bill marks a unique opportunity for Congress to ensure we continue to build momentum that supports the conservation, development, and use of tribal agriculture resources for the betterment of our people. For purposes of today's hearing, I'm going to focus my testimony on the value of technical assistance opportunities available at USDA. It is also important to consider how these proposals will impact tribal producers whose livelihoods are inextricably linked to the laws that govern agriculture in Indian country to ensure that well-intended provisions achieve their purpose upon implementation. When IEC was founded in 1987, we were originally funded through the BIA. The lack of dedicated resources and funding available at the BIA prompted the IAC to look to the USDA for opportunities to develop Indian country's agriculture resources. While IAC spent more than two decades working to improve tribal producers' access to USDA programs, it wasn't until 2010 that a technical assistance framework was developed for better addressing USDA service delivery in Indian country. It was at this time that the IEC and USDA's Office of Tribal Relations began to work on an agreement that would establish a network of offices in different regions in Indian Country for the purpose of providing technical assistance to tribes and tribal producers. IAC's technical assistance network is at the heart of many of our efforts. We have approximately 20 technical assistance specialists who are street strategically located in IEC's 12 regions that mirror BIA's regions. The objective of the network is to improve and enhance Indian participation in USDA programs and in the last 10 plus years has worked to fill a void in delivery of programs to Indian country 
to begin addressing tribal producers' lack of access to capital, exclusion from conservation programs, and USDA's historic failure to provide outreach to uh, potential producers. While IAC's cooperative agreements with the USDA encompass technical assistance in Indian country, these agreements are not the result of any one program enshrined in statute. Even so, the agreement, these opportunities to enter agreements directly with multiple agencies at USDA have steadily increased over time. These represent a marked improvement at USDA that warrants continued growth and greater accessibility around these opportunities. When it comes to codifying technical assistance support, the IC cannot overemphasize the value of outreach to tribal producers from technical assistance specialists who come from their same communities and are often producers themselves. Even so, we would caution uh, that the language that is drafted to support this type of legislation um, be uh, considerate of creating potential barriers at USDA. First, language around broad technical assistance requirements at USDA, depending on how written, might be interpreted as a quota that serves as a cap to these types of agreements. And second, the language, if not carefully drafted, could result in a program that lacks funding and support to adequately address the agriculture needs within Native communities. Uh, I see I've reached my time limit, but I want to thank you for this opportunity to discuss the importance of technical assistance outreach from community-based organizations and uh, remain a, let you know that IC remains available to talk about opportunities to draft language that uh, would fulfill its intended purpose. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ms. Fain. Uh, Mr. Kissy, please proceed with your testimony. <laughs> 